Planescape Torment, the unofficial audio series. A narrative let's play adapted and produced by Revoke GM. Combining in-game audio with additional voice acting through dialogue and descriptions to improve your listening experience. Rediscover the amazing story of the 1999 cult classic isometric video game, Planescape Torment, like you've never heard before. journeyed with you. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. You! What is it that brings you here? Such as you has left a path many have walked. My love. And few have survived. You wake up on a slab, covered with dry blood and viscera. I woke up in one of the preparation rooms upstairs. To be reborn as you would be a curse. I see you as you are now. What have you become? You must destroy that which keeps me alive and be immortal no longer. You look to Mort, smile, and step through the portal. You step through the portal, and for a moment, you feel as if nothing has changed. Then suddenly, the flagstones distort beneath your feet. The air is sucked away from you. A flash of color fills your mind. And the ground steadies. Your vision returns. And you find yourself in an ornately decorated crypt. Painted tiles line the vaulted ceiling. Cold braziers coated in ash stand in each corner. In the center is a large stone sarcophagus. There is no lid. It appears to have been here for centuries. You discard the musty robes and notice on the floor, in a neat pile, a pouch of copper coins with a bound note written with remarkable penmanship upon the finest parchment. It reads, Vaxis, if you are reading this, then you have undoubtedly failed in your task and have been forced to use the escape route I arranged for you. I told you your little disguise idea was ridiculous. In any case, you'll need to lay low for a while. The dustmen may be deluded, but they are not fools, and they will certainly seek retribution for our intrusion. I've left you some coins. Use them to secure a hiding place in the hive, preferably in Ragpickers Square. The dustmen will be unwilling to look for you there. Once you have secured a new hiding place, I have a new mission for you. Find out where Farid is getting those bodies he's delivering to the mortuary. It's apparently causing the dustmen a great deal of upset, and I wouldn't mind knowing myself. Reports are that the stone-faced dustman at the Gathering Dust Bar, Initiate Emmerich, I think the fool's name is, has been sending out finders to try and mark Farid's movements. See if you can find out how far along he is and hinder his efforts until we know more about Farid's activities. I don't want Emmerich finding out something before we do. Pen. Leaning against the heavy iron doorway, you hesitate for a moment. What's eating you, Chief? Uh, what can you tell me about Sigil? Um, huh. uh, see, Sigil's a ring-shaped city that's squatting on top of an infinitely tall spire in what some claim to be the center of the plains. Of course, how it could be at the top of an infinitely tall spire and how the city could even be at the center of the plains raises some questions. Anything else? It's called the City of Doors. 
mostly because there's a lot of invisible doors that lead in and out of it. Just about any arch, door frame, barrel hoop, bookshelf, or open window might be a portal under the right conditions. It all depends on if you have the key to open it. Again, with the keys. See, I, I guess the best way to explain it is most portals are sleeping, right? You could walk through them, by them, on top of them, and, and nothing would happen. Now, every portal has something that wakes it up. That could be a tune you hum to yourself, uh, a loaf of weak old bitopian bread, <laughs> remembering what your first kiss was like, and then bam, the portal gets its juices flowing, and you can jump through it to whatever's on the other side. Like where? Anywhere, Chief. Literally. Any place you can think of, there's a portal there. That's why Sigil's so popular across the plains. I see. With a deep breath, you push through the door and step out into a tangled nest of muddy streets. A sickly yellow light lingers on every surface and the acrid stench of smoke stings your throat. Torn sheets and boarded doors line the narrowing alleyways stretching in every direction. Every direction, including upwards. Where you expect to see a skyline, an impossibly steep slope of climbing cobbles curls all around you. The small clearing just enough to make out the glint of windows high above your head. Ah, uh, I... I could use some advice. What do you think we should do now? Well, here's how I see things. Go on. I think you should try and root out this ferret wherever he set up Kip. You wouldn't have had those directions tattooed on your back if he didn't have some inkling of what was up with you. One of the locals around here has to know where he is. Huh. Good point. You see a man sucking on a clay pipe as he hobbles along the muddy street. He draws his tattered jacket close about him as you approach and makes a wide detour to avoid you. Hey, hold for a moment. He ignores you, moving faster now. Sir? He turns, glances briefly to each side, and seeing you alone draws a large rusted nail from the cuff of his sleeve. You'd best leave me be. You'll be wearing a shift when you're rich. Calm down. I just had some questions. Piss off. He spits at your feet and limps away. Farewell, then. Hey, Chief. We're being watched. I just look natural. Uh, uh, casual. Two figures are lurking in the shade. Their shoulders adorned with spined leathers, mimicking the cruel barbs of the monument that looms above them. They catch you looking back. The larger of the two, a hungry grin on his face, reveals a wicked dagger, twirling it in a menacing arc. They approach, and begin to pace a slow circle around you. Interesting marks on you, Cutter. Hard not to take notice. I'm telling you, they're the same. Grimy fingernails trace over the tattoo on your shoulder. You bat the arm away, and in an instant, a crack on the side of your head. The larger of the two has you bound in a tight grapple, his dagger pressing towards your neck. Hey, if I gotta slam my eyeballs against you two one more second, I'm gonna puke. You shunt your head back into the heavy thug's face and push yourself away, just as his dagger catches the nape of your neck. He bares his bloody teeth in a malicious grin, which at once twists into horror as he peers over your shoulder, then flees into the murky haze. His companion behind you lies in the dirt, flailing, choking, with Mort latched onto his neck in gruesome ferocity. The spluttering ceases, and after a moment, the blood-drenched skull floats up, a sheepish look on his face. A romantic, huh? 
You bring your hand to where a gentle trickle of blood has formed on your neck, but the cut has disappeared, leaving behind a thin raised scar. How did you die, Mort? No idea, Chief. I kind of forgot when I died. Can't say I blame myself much. At least there was something waiting for me after, even if it is life as a floating skull. I mean, eh, it could have been worse. What happened to your body? Uh, I, I, I don't know, all right? It's just gone. Mort glares at you. But don't think I miss it, because I'm happy just the way I am, and I don't need your half-wit judgments or snide remarks, all right? Whatever. C- come on, shake a leg. I'm not convinced you aren't some sort of walking curse that's destined to follow me around. <laughs> Look who's talking. Let's go. The display of violence has attracted surprisingly little attention. You do see one woman, curiously watching you. Young, barefoot, ringing at the sleeve of her weathered tunic. Greetings, blood. She gives you a shy, half-smile. Say, I was considering going for some bob later. You fancy coming along? Uh, sorry. Perhaps another time. Her smile turns to a pitiful grimace. You pull out a few copper pieces, and for a moment she looks nervous then snatches them from your palm and whispers, Thank you, Cutter. Then scurries away. You come to a clearing amongst the broken slums. Despite the ooze-clogged gutters and general filth, there's some comfort in finding that not all of this city is so cramped. The moment of relief, however, is shattered in an instant. Oi, look! A floating skull! Lurching towards you is a broad-set man with brackish red skin and heavy, rich features. Without looking, Mort rolls his eyes and cries, Oi, look, a talking turd! What? You're looking to get a few teeth knocked out, you jabbering bone box! Seeing his stature, he bobs in your direction. I, I was referring to this big, scarred-up burke here, blood. <laughs> Not you. No harm done, eh? The man looks you up and down, snorts, and shakes his head, then strides off. <laughs> talking turd, Mort grins. Across the square, a burst of noise grabs your attention. A small group is gathered, heckling a woman as she frantically grasps her robes about her. They tug at the fraying edges of her cloak and kick her to the floor. Noticing your approach, one stops and looks at you. At the moment of recognition, his eyes go wide and the blood drains from his face. powers above and below! They said you'd come back, but... But I didn't believe them. He takes off in a frantic flee, followed swiftly by the rest, leaving the woman wrapped in her rags. Her hair is matted, her complexion dark and worn. She looks exhausted. Burns cover her arms, and her right hand is a fused lump of flesh. It looks melted, like wax exposed to a great heat. Are you okay? You reach out your arm to help her, but she flinches and covers her face. ¿Qué quieres conmigo? You want me to leave? Not leaving this city, so I'm not. I can't. Lo intenté. It's not a city. It's una jaula. A prison everywhere. Uh, a prison? Her eyes gleam wildly. There's worlds. There's plains that be sinking sands. Fields, thirsty nettles be sightless words where limbs are given life and hate. Cities of dust whose people are dust and whisper ash. La casa sin puertas de twilight lands. El canto. The singing winds. She tries to sob, but her tears are all dried out. Y sombras. The terrible shadows there be. Where are these places? 
Where's... Where's them places? She flings the lump of her right hand in an arc, gesturing at the cityscape. A key! There's all here be. Portales, doors, here to everywhere. Doors? You... You're not denying this? She squints at you, and her teeth start chattering. I, Ingress, tell you I will. Beware every space you walk through or touching this thrice-care city. Doors, gates, arches, windows, marcos, they are picture frames. The open mouth of a statue, the spaces twin shelves. Beware any space bounded on all sides. All these are doors to other places. I... I I'm not sure I understand. Every door has a... Yave, a key, it does. And with this key, they show you their true nature. An arch becomes a portal. A picture frame becomes a portal. A window becomes a portal. All eager to take you somewhere else. They steal you away. She raises the lump of her right hand as proof. Y a veces, lo que está del otro lado toma parte de ti como un diezmo. Ah, and you have one of these keys. Ah, no. The keys? Ay, tantas. The keys number as many as the doors of this city. Every door, a key, every key, a door. Her teeth start chattering again, as if chilled to the bone. And the keys... A key is anything. Puede ser un... An emotion. Un clavo de hierro held between second and fifth fingers. A thought, thought three times, then thought once in the reverse. Oh, puedo ser... It may be a glass rose. So anything could be a key that opens one of these doors? Yes. Her teeth continue to chatter, and she clenches her mouth closed and squints her eyes. Yes. Can't leave. No puedo ir. How did you get here, Ingress? From... She seems to calm slightly, then her eyes glaze and lose focus. Came from a place else from here. Casi... Almost a life ago. Hummed a tune by a glade with two dead trees that had fallen together. Una puerta brillante opened in the space between the crossed trees. Showed me the city on the other side. I stepped through. Ended here. Why can't you go back? Lo intente! Tried! All doors here lead to other places. She shudders and grips her melted right hand. Went through thrice ten portals, some a purpose, some accident. None of them right. Can't find a way back. There must be a portal that can take you back. Can't even live here. Esta plaza. And there, el lugar de la muerte behind the gates waits for me. Can't go anywhere in this city. You can't go anywhere. What do you mean? Anything could be a door. Any arch there, any door here could be a portal. Don't know the key. Could get sent to another horrible place. Her teeth start chattering, louder still. Got to stay away from the closed places. All could be doors could have a key on me and not be knowing it. You're... You're afraid to go through any door or arch because it might be a portal. She nods. Her teeth, like castanets, continue to clatter in her mouth. How long have you been afraid of this? She squints. Since the last time I walked through the last portal, the place stunned me mano. 
She stops. Since my tenth turning. I'm in my fourth tenth turning that now. Thirty years? You haven't walked through any door for thirty years. Her vision seems to clear slightly. She looks up at you. The chattering of her teeth is so loud it makes you feel uneasy. <laughs> to be too afraid to walk through any door, that's... She smiles. Her teeth aren't chattering because she is cold. They are moving around inside her mouth, her gums twisting as the teeth shift about. They rise and recede as you watch, chattering as they rattle against each other. Wah! What? She hisses at you. Only takes one portal you step through accident to drive the fear into you. I went through thrice ten, lost my hand, burned my flesh, er perdido mi mente. No mas. No mas. I'm sorry. If I can find some means to help you, I will. Farewell. You leave her be, with no idea how you could help her. There has to be some way for her to return home and be free from this city of doors. This cage. Thank you for listening to Planescape Torment, the unofficial audio series. A Revoker GM production. To support the show and those involved, please consider subscribing to our Patreon or donating via our Ko-fi page. Links to both are in the description.